listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Almost Perfect by Andra Marie Mueller, a.k.a. Andra M2 on AO3. Seated at a table in the center of the mess hall, Chakotay ignored the chatter around him as he reviewed the latest duty rosters. The ship was in orbit around a small, uninhabited tropical planetoid, where an away team led by Bellana was collecting neutronium and dilithium ore from the southern continent, while the remainder of the crew enjoyed some much-needed shore leave. Things aboard ship had been status quo for several days, the lack of activity making the crew rather restless. The XO had spent the better part of his morning switching duty shifts and relinquishing a lot of off time so everyone would get at least a couple of hours planet side. We either need fewer crew members or more hours in the day, he thought wryly. Trying to arrange time off for over 140 people is giving me a migraine. Engrossed in his work, Chicote did not hear the approach of another person and started slightly when a familiar voice broke into his train of thought. I apologize for startling you, Commander, Neelix replied. I just came over to see if you wanted a refill on your coffee. No thanks, Neelix, Chakotay declined. I'm due on the bridge in a few minutes. Aren't you taking any shore leave? Not this time. I'd rather mind the ship and let the captain take a few hours off. As if to speak of the devil, Chakotay's combadge beeped and Catherine's voice filtered out. Jane waited, Chakotay. Chakotay here. I'd like to see you in my ready room, Commander. Aye, Captain. I'm on my way. Bidding Neelix farewell, Chakotay headed out of the mess hall. All was quiet on the bridge. The captain was sequestered in her ready room, and Harry was on watch while the rest of the bridge crew enjoyed their downtime on the planet. The ensign glanced up expectantly at the swoosh of the turbolift doors, and Chakotay flashed him a small smile. Everything under control, Mr. Kim? Yes, sir. As Tom would say, it's as quiet as a mouse in a church on Sunday. The commander smiled at that. Well, in that case, why don't you change into some casual wear and transport down to the surface for some r and R? I'm sure Voyager can manage without you for a couple of hours. Thanks, Commander. Harry disappeared into the turbo lift as Chakotay wandered into Janeway's ready room. She was seated behind her desk when he entered, focused on her computer terminal, and he smiled at the sight. A glass vase bearing a single red rose graced the edge of her desk and he recognized it as the one he had left for her here when he had been forced to cancel their early morning date. Crossing the room, he settled himself on the edge of her desk. Reporting as ordered, Captain, he said with mock familiarity. Catherine glanced up and graced him with a warm smile. Good morning. I missed you at breakfast. Sorry. He leaned over to give her a brief kiss. I was knee-deep in crew rotations, trying to give everyone at least a couple of hours of time off. I didn't realize it was going to take so long. I hope you managed to squeeze in a few hours for yourself. 
Actually, I'm going to defer my shore leave to you. I'll stay here and babysit the ship while you take your own shore leave. Her smile widened. That's very thoughtful of you, but it's already covered. I spoke with Tuvok last night, and he's going to cover the gamma shift so you and I can take shore leave. Chakotay's eyes widened in surprise, as the development of their personal relationship was not yet public knowledge. Really? You told him we were taking it together? No, but he did agree that you and I are both entitled to a few hours off ourselves. What we do and who we spend it with is our business. He smiled. How very crafty of you, Catherine, he teased. I may make a maquis out of you yet. Very funny. I've got some final reports to sign off on, and then I need to change. Why don't we meet in the transporter room in an hour? I'll see you in an hour. Are we bringing lunch? That's covered, too. But you can bring dessert. Yes, ma'am. Exactly one hour later, Catherine stood in the transporter room awaiting Jacote's arrival. A large picnic basket sat on the ground at her feet, and she was conversing casually with Jenny Delaney, who was manning the transporter controls. Looks like you've got quite a feast packed in there, Captain, she observed. Are you expecting company? Yes, I am, Jenny, and he should be arriving just about now. On cue, the doors opened to admit Chicote, and he entered the room brandishing a small basket of his own. He wore a pair of khaki slacks and matching vest over a light blue shirt, with the sleeves rolled up and open at the neck. Acknowledging Delaney with a brief glance, he took a moment to peruse the captain's appearance. She was dressed in a knee-length sea-green sundress, with a pair of matching sandals adorning her feet. Returning his gaze to her face, he flashed her an appreciative smile. You look lovely, Catherine, he said softly. She gave him a grateful smile. Thank you, Chicote. You look very nice yourself. The two stepped onto the transporter pad as Delaney addressed. Enjoy yourselves, Captain, Commander. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Jenny, there isn't anything you wouldn't do, Chicote countered. My point exactly, Delaney responded. Have fun. We intend to, Chicote assured her, earning him a curious look from Catherine as they disappeared in a shimmer of transported particles. Some time later, the couple was strolling hand in hand along a deserted beach, enjoying the feel of the water against their bare feet as they basked in one another's company. Lunch had consisted of pasta and fruit salads, a loaf of French bread with raspberry jam, and a bottle of red wine. For dessert, Chicote had brought two extra-large pieces of German chocolate cake, much to Catherine's delight. I adore German chocolate cake, she had declared. How did you know? You mentioned once that the only thing you missed more than your mother's caramel brownies was her German chocolate cake, was Chicote's reply. I doubt the replicated version can compare to the real thing, but it's the best I could do. Your best has always been good enough for me, Commander. With all due respect, Captain, you haven't seen anything yet. The innuendo and light flirting had continued through their meal, along with casual conversation, after which they had decided to take a walk along the shore. They strolled in companionable silence for close to half an hour before Catherine spoke. You've been awfully quiet since we finished lunch, she remarked. 
Is everything all right? Everything's perfect, Jacote assured her. In fact, this may just be the most perfect day of my life. Catherine smiled. Well, if you've already achieved perfection, that certainly doesn't give you much to look forward to. Chicote chuckled. Okay, the day is almost perfect. You and I, together like this? Up until two weeks ago, I was convinced it would never happen. Ouch. I'm sorry for that, Catherine said quietly. I should have been honest with you about my feelings a long time ago. He squeezed her hand. We're together now. That's what matters. You know, aside from admitting that we love one another, we haven't really discussed this. This being our personal relationship? Yes. Chicote stopped and turned to face her. What do you want to discuss? Protocol? Crew reaction? Where we're going to be 40 years from now? Yes. To all of the above. Alright, we'll start with protocol. I love you, Catherine. Putting on my uniform doesn't change that. But I promise you now that I will do everything in my power to ensure that our personal relationship never interferes with our professional one. While we are on duty, I am your first officer and will abide by whatever orders you give. Blue met brown even if it means sending you on a mission you may not come back from? Catherine pressed. Or allowing me to sacrifice myself to save our crew? He held her gaze. Even if. Just like that. Losing you in any way would destroy everything that I am, Chicote allowed. But I made you a promise and I will keep it, no matter what the cost. She managed a small smile. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, concern number two, crew reaction. Tom and Bellana already know and are delighted for us. Jenny's comment before we transported down seems to indicate that she at least suspects we're involved, and she obviously approves. Regardless of how the rest of the crew eventually finds out, I think it's a safe assumption that most, if not all of them, will give us their blessing as well. Well, I know Ensign Brooks from Life Sciences will be vastly disappointed that you're no longer at the top of Voyager's most eligible list. She's had a crush on you from the start. It isn't any worse than the perpetual case of puppy love Lieutenant Hastings from Engineering has for you. Fred Hastings? You're kidding. I thought he was interested in Megan Delaney. Actually, he's dating Jenny, but only because it's taken him six years to realize that adoring you from afar isn't good for his well-being. Something in his tone struck Catherine as odd, and she shot him an inquiring glance. What's that supposed to mean? Chicote shrugged. Let's just say that a little bird whispered in his ear that continuing to harbor fantasies about his commanding officer could prove detrimental to his health. He evaded. Oh, Lord. Tell me you didn't threaten him, Chicote. I didn't threaten him, Catherine. Thank God for that. I had the doc talk to him. You did what? It was for his own good, Catherine. He was so busy mooning over you it was affecting his work, 
and given the doctor's own experience a couple of years back with the trouble his own fantasies caused, I thought he would be the perfect person to talk to him. Catherine shook her head. You might as well have posted a sign on my back that says property of Commander Chakotay, she muttered. He smiled, dimples flashing. There's an idea. Not funny. What am I going to do with you? Is that a rhetorical question, or would you like an alphabetized list of suggestions? Catherine smiled and slid her arms around his neck. I've always felt that actions speak louder than words, she replied pointedly. Chakotay's smile widened, and he pulled her to him before lowering his head to kiss her. That evening, the crew was milling about their usual duties as a fully stocked voyager warped toward home. In their respective quarters, Catherine and Chakotay were preparing for bed, blissfully weary from their day together. Taking a final sip of coffee, Catherine deposited her mug into the recycler and wandered into her bedroom, sliding off her robe and tossing it on the edge of her bed. Computer lights off. Releasing a contented sigh, Catherine crawled under the covers just as her intercom beeped and Chakotay's voice filtered out. Chakotay to Janeway. Yes, Chakotay? Did I wake you? No, I just got into bed. A pause. Do you want me to come over and tuck you in? Catherine smiled to herself in the darkness. Despite their overwhelming attraction to one another, they had agreed to take things slow and allow the intimate phase of their relationship to develop naturally. I haven't needed anyone to tuck me in since I was six, Commander, but thank you for the offer. Consider it an open invitation. I'll do that. I had a wonderful time today. It truly was a perfect day. Almost perfect, Chicote amended. I stand corrected. Thank you for an almost perfect day. My pleasure. Are you okay with what we discussed today? About us? Yes, I am. We can't keep rehashing the same issues, so I suppose time will tell if we can truly stick to our promises. Speaking of time, it occurs to me that I never responded to your third concern. Which was? Where we'll be forty years from now? Ah, well then, where will we be forty years from now? Sitting on our front porch, enjoying the sunset, and watching our grandchildren as they play in our yard. The quiet conviction in his tone and the visual image his words presented brought tears to Catherine's eyes. I love you, she whispered. I love you too. Good night, Catherine. Good night, Chicote. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>